You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Jesus Christ. What the fuck is this? That's the one. Yeah. Everyone's watching. The sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's gonna be three and for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. The Crimson Prison record on the sports cast. Yeah. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708-316-822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome everybody to a very special edition of the Binge Sportscast. I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, what's going on? Well, what's going on is the Ravens have already sacked for a huge loss on third down, hanging out in the Dolphins' backfield like it's friggin' open season, and uh, it's going to be a long night for me. I was going to so, say, uh, I'm not happy. So, a special night watching the Dolphins play, which I said I hadn't even seen. I haven't seen the Dolphins play at all. This whole year, so I'm I'm very excited, very excited. Yeah, good. That makes one of us. That's good. <laughs> well, this is gonna suck. The, they suck. <laughs> I said uh. it's a very special show this week, not only because it is the midseason award show, but also, as always on our midseason show, midseason award show, we've got none other than Jack Valley joining us. Jack, what's going on, buddy? Yo, yo, gentlemen, what's going on? Now, Jack, I was very disappointed we did not get a drunk Jack Valley call like from two weeks ago when you were texting with TM hammered, apparently. <laughs> at, well, at, uh, at the stadium. Yes. Okay. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, the story behind that. That was the Jets game. Um, you know, uh, the Jets game, uh, sorry, M. Goody, but uh, the Jets game is usually a party at Gillette. So, uh, yeah, we were we were going pretty hard. I actually don't really remember a lot of the second half or really anything past maybe like the first quarter. So I don't, I might have been texting you a lot more than I even realized. I'm going to have to look at my phone. So <laughs> uh, there was no fucking way I was going to be able to uh, cohesively put together any, any sort of uh, voicemail for you. But you know what? I'll be there this weekend. And if uh, things go a certain way, maybe, maybe I'll uh, try and get a call in. We'll see. Nice. Now I will be at um, Bills at Jets also. Oh, Sunday. nice. Yes. All right. Taking, taking the wife. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Uh, you know, you know how it goes with the Jets. So, 
Yeah, I'm trying to only, I go to games that are good time. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 the key. So I will not be watching my team because they blow. Um, <laughs> next, no, uh, but no, that it's what's funny is those are the best games to go to, Jack. The ones that you don't like, right? You tailgate, you get to a certain point, and if the game goes the way you want it to go, that you just you just never stop, right? right? And then you don't remember the second half. Now, if the game goes the way you don't like necessarily, or it's a close game, then you're sitting there kind of on pins and needles, and maybe you don't go and get that 17th beer. Yeah. But you're, uh, both of you guys have different, you know, for a lot, no, no different uh, reactions to this season, Jack. So with New England this year, I mean, I'm obviously you had no, I want to say no uh, I, expectations or, you know, what was, what was your thoughts on your team going in this year? Uh, I, I didn't know what to think really. I mean, I've never in, in my like football watching life, right. I've never been in this scenario where I, I genuinely have no, idea of what direction the team is going in i mean generally it looked like things were were gonna be better than last year but i don't watch college ball i've said that before so i I don't i know mac jones is the bama quarterback but i I don't know what he's like i can look up highlights but i've never seen the guy play so i i didn't know what to think of that i mean i didn't know if and when cam was gonna still be the starter or whatever's going on with him at that time uh so yeah, I was just kind of hoping that it would be better than last year, and I don't know. I I, I think it has been so far, um, but you know, it's uh, it's different. It's new. It's new experience. So spoken like a true patriot, you know, mm. one game or game what is it, game and a half out of first, like yeah, it's it's just different. It's okay. It is. It is. You know, we're just so used here, to asking my fingers not to go zero and seventeen, and TM's trying to team is trying to win some sort of legitimate game here well hey look you know tm's team uh they did knock the patriots off week one so let's not uh let's not get too excited <laughs> yeah about don't get too excited about your team look at the <laughs> shit you lost to let me fucking break oh, so now tm God. where are you at today let's uh you told us pre-show you uh are gambling against your own team so mm-hmm. that's how we start mm-hmm and um how was the weekend how was the how was the this is our gambling portion of the show it was terrible okay it's a terrible weekend saturday was terrible um lost every afternoon bet and then decided to head live bet alabama twice lost both and uh i think i might i think i might have went to a little blackjack to finish out the night and lost more so it was a terrible, terrible day, Saturday. I got a little back on Sunday, but Sunday had to be the worst weekend of the year for football, for NFL, I think, in my opinion. It was just... It's unbelievable. It's un- it was unwatchable. I mean, we had the... I mean, Jack was actually at my place where we were watching the end of the Buffalo game. It's like, this is... It's just garbage football. Mm. From a fantasy perspective, trash all around. I mean, some of the lowest scores I've seen... And uh, it just stunk, just stunk. Oh. And then, and then the, the league says, "Here's your Monday night game," and the referees friggin' do their thing. So I mean, it just was an awful, nauseating feeling. Uh, 
all around about football for me hmm. waking up Tuesday morning. And, uh, you know, you yep. hit a couple NBA bets in your back. That's all I could say. <laughs> <laughs> so we did get to um, the start of – I'll give you the I'll give you the advanced future. It's not a fumble. I know Bateman's uh, got it. We did get TM this week, the start of college basketball. We won't get into it. Uh, we had some games at uh, Madison Square Gardens. Some of the blue bloods back. Right? Yes. Yep. And um, which I'm excited for. But much like the NBA and the NHL and everything else, none of it means anything until after christmas or the new year so you just gotta get yeah you gotta get to conference play yeah we'll get the it it, get real good thanksgiving but none of that means it's just unbelievable people are picking gonzaga again i mean when is this gonna go tucker just missed a field goal uh I was just so, telling Jeff I just picked him up in fantasy. Somebody <laughs> let him go. Folks, he misses a freaking field goal. <laughs> Brutal. Oh. God. See, this league stinks. Why do we do this show? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, college basketball. I'll be into it. It'll be fun next year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're going to concentrate today, everybody, it's an NFL show today. We'll do our midseason awards. We will discuss a little bit about last week. Obviously, we've got some calls that we've got to answer. And then we'll get into the show, and we're just going to kind of be fluid here uh, as we go. So with that, I say let's get into some BSV, and we'll go from there. Yes. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. Call, leave us a message. Tell us how bad your team is. That seems to be uh, the going topic around here. Is there anybody that calls in, or any people that we know uh, that their teams are doing well right now? Yeah, Jack. He's on the show. Oh, there you go. <laughs> They're the talk of the league. They're the talk of the league. The Patriots. Oh, yay. It's like a fucking Groundhog Day. Oh, it's terrible. You know, it's been so long. By the way, I did order order the Bill Belichick cutoff sweatshirt. Ah, very nice. Very nice. All right. uh, First call. um, Somebody who's already been mentioned here. And is a topic of uh, for for you guys the AFC East. Uh, Mr. Yeah, here we go, Matthew Kudrow. Uh, I got three words to describe what I watched Thursday: same old Jets. 
for two reasons. Number one, Mike White getting hurt after he throws a touchdown because God doesn't want Jet fans to have anything nice. And number two, as I told Salvi when we watched the first half together, he said, what's your confidence in this game? I said, they're going to get blown out. And lo and behold, I was right. You know, Jet fans are so mad about what they watched. And my I couldn't help but laugh because what did people expect? This is what they've done my whole life. They have one moment of bliss, and then the next thing is, oh, the sky is falling. So I guess my only critical point is it doesn't matter who your quarterback is when your defense has given up 130 points in the last three games, including a 50-burger, 31 against the Bengals, and 45 against the Colts. Like, it's just you got to know where this team's at. There's just the quarterback is not going to get this team to the playoffs. They need so many other pieces. So enjoy your Mike White fantasy again, Jet fans. But even if he plays out of his mind, do you really think this defense can hold a team like Buffalo? Although we saw what they did against the Jaguars, so he fucking knows. But yeah, I don't. I'm not mad. Just it is what it is. Um, yeah, that's my my Jet comment for the week. So. Bye. Bye. <laughs> ah, the Jets. Are we, yeah. I mean, is, are we in Come like... Come Gazeki. It's two now on him. It's terrible. Mm. Are we in like the upside down? Like, what is happening? Is Goudreau talking to his like future or past self there? Because all he does is do exactly what he said not to do. Yeah, well, all right, so so <clears throat> I had a little firsthand uh, experience with uh, oh, Goudreau during this. They're, Jets they're game all the week. same, DJ. Now, they're all the same. Now, now here was here's the thing, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, this, this is a friend of mine. I'm not here to uh, to 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 gloat in someone else's misery. So we're sitting there, we're watching the first quarter, and you know, Mike White throws a touchdown, and all of a sudden it's just like, hey, it looks like he's doing pretty well. And we can't hear the game where we are. We're just watching it on a giant screen TV. But we start seeing he's on the sidelines holding his wrist and, like, motioning to his arm and then attempting to throw a ball and then looking completely disheveled when he does. That was the that was the ultimate. Right, face. right. He threw that ball and he just looked like he was going to throw up. Exactly, exactly. Ugh. So I... So I see that, and I just, I, I look, I, I can't help it. I just start laughing. I'm just, I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? And, uh, you know, we're sitting there. We're having some wigs, a couple of beers. And uh, I got to say, in the moment, Matt was taking it very well. He's like, uh, you know, this is just what happens. I mean, what else? What, what, what can I do here, right? Um, but, uh, look, last week, football-wise, I had a great time. My team won. And I got to see the Jets lose with a Jets fan, and I got to see the Bills lose with a Bills fan. So, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I, I think Matt knows exactly the kind of fan that he is. Um, I'm sure that when he had time to think about it, he called in, and uh, he was a little more upset than uh, he was letting on when, when we were hanging out. But, uh, you know, shit happens, I guess. <laughs> Well, and if things go well tonight, Jack, you'll be able to watch the Dolphins loss with a Dolphins fan. Well, Wait, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite have the same luster as being in the room with them, you know? It's just a different thing. Yes, uh, 
amazingly, the my team is the team that uh, avoids Jack the trifecta. I know. Oh, so close. <laughs> so close. I'm so, so impressed with that nine turnover game that oh, my, my team won. That's something to take home. Oof. 26 total. What a joke. Anyway, yeah, listen, um, I'm going to see J- uh, Mike White live this Sunday. So uh, Congratulations. I can't wait to see. So exciting, so what, man. What was the – because I did – you know, I was watching the game, and what was the um, official word was – like, so he's playing this weekend? Yes, he's, like, he's officially starting, yes. Apparently in the game, he – his um, – he had no feeling in his forearm from like his elbow to his wrist, but it it started coming back to him like at the end of the fourth quarter of the game, his arm felt fine. So it was just as much of a kick in the teeth as you could possibly imagine for Jets fans, you know? Well, that's it. He just didn't want to get out there and get his teeth kicked in, I guess. I Who knows? Fair. Very fair. It's funny. It's funny that Goudreau calls in with that because I mean, every like I said, everything he's saying in there is everything that he's probably called in about getting their hopes up and blah blah. Like, it is what it is at this point. Just be be grateful, Goudreau, that you. I mean, I guess that you drafted a quarterback last year because I. There's nothing coming out in the next two years anyway, so. You're rolling with the punches with uh, Mr. Zachy Wilson, and it is what it is. Or, or Mike, Mike White. White. <laughs> <laughs> it could still very well be Mike White. That's the mm-hmm. best part of this whole thing. That is, 100%. All right, well, uh, we got uh, these calls came in actually today. So Uh-oh. let's see what we say. What up, Ben Sportscast? Oh. It's your boy, the Duke. And it's been a minute. You know, I had to take some time off for my mental health. Um, You know, sports right now are tough. Tough to be a Minnesota fan, right? Gophers were hot. Another team they should have beat, they lost. Timberwolves are kind of hot. Now they're kind of cold. Knows yet. Still a lot of promise on that team. Um, And then you got the Vikings. Yeah, buddy. I don't get it. Lost to Dallas, lost to Baltimore, and <clears throat> Dallas should have been a win. You know, going against the backup quarterback. Um, and I know even some attention brought back oh, it's Cousins and stuff. But I got to sit back and I, I look at it, and it's the play calling is atrocious. We ran screen at least 30,000 times in that game, at least minimum. And Dallas, <clears throat> and I just I don't understand it. I don't get it. The checkdowns, it's it, it, it's getting frustrating. Um, and it's the Baltimore frustrating. Game. Fucking Baltimore game. We come out hot like we always do. First drive. Oh boy! Again, another game goes to overtime. Wait, that we, our, I the Vikings have been involved in more overtime and close games. Not just this year. I, I want to say in the last, like, 10 years than any other team. Now, that means you're not a good team. It just feels like they're always in it. They're always there. They always should. They always probably could. But they fuck it up. And you know what I equate it to? Cousins! I equate it to Mike Zimmer and his time, and I've said that already. He just, like, 
full pace, run the ball, and it's boring to watch. Even at that, like, why aren't we using Madison a lot more, too? The two games that Cook was out, this dude went over 150 yards. I don't get how we're using our personnel. I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm watching the game right now. Even in the Baltimore game, there was a force. Your cover. excitement has me excited. <laughs> it was a fumble recovered by the Vikings, and that is a momentum builder. And Fuck you, Chad. Whether it's the is that dude play the game or laugh, it is game changing. No matter where it happens, because turnovers win football games. I will forever you suck the Emily cock. Fuck refs. Fuck the zebras. Fuck the Vikings. Ugh, I'm miserable. Oh, boy. Oh, he got cut off. <laughs> Shortly. He called it. it... I, had uh, mute, I had to mute my mic there. Big F you. That was just mainly a joke for the drop you guys have on me. But, yeah. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> He's all happy and dancing. Although, after the last Bill's outing, not so much. But, uh, this just sucks, man. I need something to be excited about. Is there other games, teams I should be watching? I don't know. I'm going to a wrestling show this weekend. That'll probably be the most exciting thing of the weekend. Boner. I have had some exquisite pieces of meat in my time. (laughs) That's wrestling for you. Chad, I told you. They're like Kirk Cousins. He's great. He's really good. Really good to win you seven games a year. Minnesota is such a disappointment. Come on. Who cares? Yeah, I mean. I just want Mike Zimmer to get fired mid-season because it'll be great. We'll get a – I know. He was saying – Chad was saying it like three weeks ago. I want to see it go down. Get rid of the guy. They do stink. Every year they're supposed to be that they're either the trendy team or they're the team no one expects. And, yeah, it's it's the same shit every year and it's the same result. They suck. They miss kicks. Mm. Yep. Disappointing. Oh, what was that? Guys, I while I was listening to that, I mean, look at this product. This is trash. Ugh. This is so bad. Drop passes, miss kicks. End around screens for four yards. Ugh. Or minus four. Oh, did he get four here? I was going to say it looked like it was going to be minus four. Oh, yeah. There's talk, Chad saying Vikings do a bunch of screens. Yeah. It's all we do. That's what? coming up. That's going to come up later. Oh, oh, you guys can't see this. Anyway, um, the <laughs> what's going on? Are you? Is something happening in the game? And I'm oh, Jesus. Yes. Oh come on. <laughs> all right, let me guess. Let me guess. Sack fumble to the house. No. Oh no. What are you doing? <sighs> Oh my god! It's worse because it's just kind of like uh, that's fine. No, that's fine. It wasn't a turnover. I was waiting for a turnover. That's just a busted play. Come on. I mean, the play. Anyway. Anyway. What I mean does so? Let's talk about that for a second. So, what is the problem with the product? Is it is it the refs? Is it? Yeah. I mean, I think a it's too many games. Uh, in too short of time, right? So Thursday night, Thursday night used to be a 
you know, a, a luxury or, you know, the it, it was a prime time game. Now it's like a detriment. Like you don't want to play on Thursday. Nobody wants to play on Thursday. What if what if they should the two teams that play Thursday night should have had a bye the weekend before. And then that gives a kind of like two long breaks. Yeah, but well, the argument the argument is like I'm just thinking you, instead nope. of two buys, sorry. Yeah, no, I was just saying you don't necessarily get those long breaks. I mean, you do, but you don't. Yeah. Because you get a week break, but then you're playing, and it's when you have that, you've got more time to prep. I I don't know. And to me, do I need Thursday night football, especially when the product is junk? No. I don't I, know I, what the problem is. I mean, there's so many little things that are wrong but and it's kind of deceiving too because i feel like the first few weeks of the season pretty much all the primetime games were at least entertaining you know um i feel like up and in, in, up up till and including the week that um the week of like pat's bucks right or, or maybe the week after because it was the cowboys the week after i'm trying to think now but like vikings cowboys no no there was pat's cowboys was a night game wasn't it wasn't that a or was that nap? Eh, whatever it was, I can't yes. remember. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was an afternoon game, but four thirty. Yeah, I feel like there were there were some like marquee matchups, and maybe it was like the rush of seeing people in the stadiums again. Maybe that adds something. I, I don't know, but man, uh, that that game last Monday, the fucking Bears. I, look, I'm not a Bears fan, but they clearly got hosed in that game. I, I mean, I hate that Cassius Mark Marsh guy. Anyways, he he, he was on the Pats for like. I don't know, a game, did nothing, and then, like, left and bitched about them and still consistently bitches about them all the time. So, like, he, he can go fuck himself. But, like, dude didn't do anything. Gets a, gets a flag for no reason. I, I don't know. It's just... Well, there was a hip check from the official. Like, yeah. it, the problem... So, there's multiple things, right? And they're, they're having this issue with college football, too, is the commercials are out of control, right? Mm. The amount of... Like... College basketball should be the barometer of commercial. Like, you've just got breaks at certain times, and that's when you go to commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know the national championship, the big, huge games, they, they go to commercial. But you've got a commercial every four minutes of gameplay, and that's it. Like, the NFL, the fact, and TM, you and I have talked about this on this show, the fact that you score, go to commercial – Kick off, go to commercial. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. back. You know, three and out, go to commercial. Or turn up. Like, it is. But see, at least at the NFL, you can just sit there and watch the red zone and you don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Maybe you, I mean, I don't, but I don't do that. Like, on a Thursday. Like, what are we doing? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Thursday well, we're night. recording a podcast because you only get, what, 12 minutes of actual action? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I think people get NFL is such a big deal right now. All the fantasy, all the gambling, everything. Like people just get so amped for this shit now, and I think it's just not as exciting as people are expecting it to be. It's just kind of like a dud. Is that okay? So, if it's a dud, is that a rules thing, or is that a Danny lack of like? talent or care let's i i just don't know or or the other option is it's not worse 
and it's just so shoved down our face that we just see it like we're more um uh, just aware i think uh, okay so so you know the the presentation of it can sometimes be frustrating right so okay commercials and all that stuff i think there's a problem on the field too where you know you have a lot of of coaches and and obviously players in this league and i feel like a lot of coaches don't necessarily under like they can't step outside of themselves sometimes and understand that they can't just keep doing the same thing right like look at Kyle Shanahan okay Kyle Shanahan is probably the has the biggest ego of any head coach in the league and and, and certainly just believes that what he's doing is right regardless of the results okay we talked about it on the, the preseason show. I, I had a lot of belief in the 49ers this year. But mm-hmm. you know what? The guy has Brandon Ayuk, who is this rookie-wide receiver, uh, or or his rookie last year, his second year. He looked really good last year. For some inexplicable reason, just doesn't fucking use the guy in the first couple games of the of the year, right? Whereas you have somebody like a, like a Sean McVay, who drafts a guy 2-2 Atwell, right? That's their first draft pick. And... You know, maybe it was a, a whiffed pick. He put him in a couple of games, didn't work out. You know, let Deshaun, John, uh, Deshaun Jackson walk. And today they're signing Odell Beckham. And I feel like when it comes to Sean McVay, it, that's a guy who is, is one of the good coaches in the league. He understands that you have to adapt, you have to change. You can't just keep doing the same shit, right? I think a lot of these teams, a lot of these coaches, they don't have the presence of minds to be willing to change what they do. Um and I think that, that that's the thing that makes these teams ultimately boring to watch and anemic on offense at times. And you're sitting at home, you're thinking, okay, stop throwing a fucking screen bubble pass to your fourth wide receiver. And they keep doing it because they think that they scouted and they found the fucking fourth corner on the team who's in and they can beat the matchup, right? But it's not working and they can't see it. And I don't know, I'm ranting a lot, but that's I think that's what it comes down to. It's like... People are not nope. studying the right. actual game. They're just believing in a game plan, and they're not adjusting, and it translates to shitty entertainment. Analytics. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's the belief, their belief, and this sounds like a, a college football team that I know very well, who somebody who used to be a pro uh, NFL coach, you know, they believe that there's one way to win, and if it doesn't work – then they don't change. You know, they, they, they believe it's, um, I don't know what's there's there. I mean, there's, there's movies about it, right? I mean, Oh, uh, Moneyball, right. That's, that's what it was in my brain, right? Just believe in the system. It'll work. I mean, but at what cost? And the NFL is a, is a, you know, win now league. There is right. no, you know how many how many coaches get fired after a year based on what they're they're doing and then it's more likely that their philosophy is what wins the next guy the job i mean uh who was it was it cleveland's coach or cincinnati i can't remember you know um who got fired after a year it's like a year does not give you enough time to change a culture of right. a team Right. Right. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, you still got a lot of the old regime still in there, player wise and oh yeah. 
And but sometimes shit goes so bad that, you know, you're out. <laughs> That's just kind of the way it goes, though. I mean, sometimes it is the right move. And No, but you're right, though, about the win now thing. That's why, I mean, Flores last year, two years ago, he's like, all right, we're going to build a, you know, we're going to build a culture here. First year, everybody buys in. Second year, we almost make the playoffs. And now he could lose his job because we suck so bad this year. And that would be a shame if he did because he had he was doing good things. But their GM, they blew it on every fucking pick. Yeah. They, well, they, this, they oh. fucked themselves last year. They, they went too far. And now it looks worse in year three because they're, they, they just haven't. You're right. Like they haven't landed the picks. They haven't made good no. choices. So it looks worse by comparisons. It's not a good place I've read, to be in. Yeah, man, I've been, I've been just reading all these articles, and it's just like, holy shit. Like, they, the upper management ruined this. Yeah. You know, it's just like they, they're missing on everybody. I mean, I, have, I, mean, I don't want to say two is a miss, but, I mean, it's just not going well. I mean, just the fact that he's not playing, like, you can say what you will, but, I mean, the guy's in his – Second season, two. He's a, a year and a half in, and how many games has he started? Yeah, it's brutal. Nine games. I yeah, mean, can't stay on the field. He's he's no, he's just fragile. Fuck it. But wait, Jack. I don't want to talk about the Dolphins all night. It's bad enough. I got to look at the Dolphins all night. But you, Jack, brought up Odell. So all right. So we're yeah. recording late this week. So we have you know we know where he's going. He's going to the Rams. Uh, Packers and Patriots were heavy rumored, and who cares who else was involved in that? Jeez. But yeah. Who? Kansas City. Right. So, all right. Listen, I live in the New York area. I have heard it all. I I can't stand the guy. So I just know he will fuck it up again this time in L.A. What say you guys? I've heard a couple different takes. I heard that he's going out there because of LeBron and it's for lifestyle and his his brand and all that shit. I mean, I, I fine, but I feel like he's just trying to get a ring. Also, well, yeah. I mean, if I was look, I'm I'm not uh, defending uh, this guy because he's uh, you know seems like a real uh, I don't know whiny piece of shit. But um, you know, certainly a talented player at one point. Um, I don't know, man. If you're looking at the landscape and you're saying I want a ring and I want to go somewhere where I have the best chance, Rams is the obvious answer to me. Um, it also kind of suggests, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but it's not like he's going in and he's going to become the alpha dog. You know, he can't. So there must have been a discussion about, look, like, we're going to use you in certain packages this way. And I don't know. It kind of seems to me like he would have to understand that going in and accept that as a role. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, of course, that conversation had to have taken place. Hmm. But... I'm sure that's taken place. So I'm sure that took place in Cliff in Cleveland also. So well, I, I'm not so sure it did. I think in Cleveland he was he was supposed to be the top dog, and that I think that's what got him pissed off ultimately. You know, because it didn't go yeah, that way. Isn't that what's going to happen? Right? I mean, Dude, you've Cooper got, Cup. I mean, give me, you know, like like who the fuck is Cooper Cup? Five foot nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, white boy from Eastern Washington. I can already see the Odell headlines. Like, I could be doing that. I should be doing, you know, like. Well, the real question is, how long is it going to take for the first breakout fight in practice between Odell and Jalen Ramsey? Because that's going to (laughs) happen. The only thing 
The only thing that they do have going for them isn't is... Sue on that team also. Yes. Unbelievable! What a fucking locker room. <laughs> but you do have some high-profile like dudes that aren't going to take your shit, right? I mean, you've got Aaron Donald, who's essentially the one of the best defensive players in the league. Absolutely. Doesn't, doesn't seem to have an attitude. I mean, who knows? But, you know, and, and Jalen Ramsey, you know, for everything that has gone uh, – I don't want to say it. For everything that's said about him, about his ego and all that, like it's not like he's Jamal Adams type. Right. Like he backs it up. I mean, he's one of the best corners in football. Sure. Yes, yes. Right? So – and these guys aren't going to and and Stafford, you know, people call him he's not he's not a guy that's going to call dudes out, but he's a leader with his work ethic and the way that he presents himself. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know that OBJ can take that locker room down. Now will it work? I don't know. But is it I I want to have the best in like the the I, w- I want to believe I want to believe in people, but I, <laughs> right? I mean he's gonna be the same dude. Good for you, man. You know that's such a great take. I I really appreciate you going in that direction because I just want to trash the guy. <laughs> I just appreciate that that drop was so clean. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, but you know what? It, it's just I just say it's only a matter of time, ticking time bomb. But you know what? If they win, winning heals all. So let's see. I don't think that matters to him. I think he if he's not getting the ball, he's going to be pissed. Gazeki, you stink. Oof, three drops. <laughs> no. All right, well, that's, um, that, that didn't get called. That's that's surprising. Come on, I mean, give me a break though. He's he's like straddling him. And then a late hit's not called. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't oh, matter. I thought you meant, I thought there was a little PI too. Yeah. But see, maybe they call that same exact play in within, when there's two minutes left in the game, they probably would have thrown both flags. Because when there's two minutes left, they just get involved. Shaheen. Should have started this guy. Uh, all right. Any more calls there, sir? That's it. That's it for BSV. If you guys want to call in, give your uh, thoughts, your opinions, you know, get to the point and then call in 708-316-8822. And uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we always guide the show or, 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 you know, you guys drive the show. So call in. Oh boy. Yeah. Poor Chad. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, Can we do a pee break? I know we're only halfway in, but I got to pee. So. Do it, do it, do it now. Oh All right, God, and we this will is pathetic. The award show. <laughs> <laughs> this is really bad. But guess what? Oh, I got to I got to take a pick. Oh, here we but go. Wait, right. But wait, oh, what you I, I have a pee break sound. What? Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> I'll go pay, then you go pay. Okay, I'll be right back. Peace. Time stamp. 
The show has gone on way too long Now will it ever drop? I got a piece of goddamn bed But PJ won't shut up Isn't there a bottle near? Cause the toilet I can't reach My legs are squirming, my bladder's burning Relief is what I need I need a pee break Pee break's the start of the cast It's gotta be soon and it's gotta be long Hurry up before I piss in my pants I need a pee break I fucking needed a pee break since the start of the show can we please take the soon? I've had too many fears. It's an emergency. I got to go. Yes! You played right into my card. But I surprised you with it, and now I have drops to fill the beginning of the song with. <laughs> fucking amazing. Yes! TM! <laughs> it's the uh, type of shit that, like, makes your butthole tingle. It's piss-provoking. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Vegas Paul coming in. All right, let's get into these awards. That's the only reason I showed up tonight. Fuck this game. <laughs> Fuck Week Nine. Fuck the Braves. Let's do some midseason awards. All right, let's. Just... Midseason awards for NFL twenty twenty one. Is Mahomes the greatest? Does Patricia have a defensive scheme? We picked all our winners, and you can call in and give us yours too. So now it's time for the Vince Sportscast to bring the midseason awards to you. The 2021 Sportscast NFL <laughs> Midseason Awards Show, brought to you by BingeMedia.net, featuring special guest Jack Valley. And now, here's your hosts, PJ and TM. Well, you know we're gonna circle the wagons. I'll tell you, I didn't know I had an opportunity to edit lyrics in there. I would, I can't believe you heard Matt Patricia. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's special. He might have gotten an award last year. Oof. Very possible that he has a midseason award from Binge Media. That fucking I would think that he probably does. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right on his so, mantle. Well, That's right. <laughs> future uh, Patriots uh, head coach. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you said were you, you said that with a straight I, face. I, the camera's not on. I can't see it. <laughs> so per usual, uh, our award show uh, a little bit different. You know, take a different take on most of the awards, but we'll get into the big thing, big topics, uh, MVPs, all that. Uh, but I guess let's just uh, kick it off. We're going to go in the order that uh, we typically do. and Nice. Just, we'll go from there. So, uh, gentlemen, are we ready? We're ready. I'm ready. Yes, sir. There we go. Worst team over 500. You're going nowhere. 
This award is I this one I think was easier than the next award. Hmm. Okay. Oh bad teams in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I see I had a less definitive answer for this one. I mean, it's I I I don't know if it's definitive, but I feel like there are a lot there are a lot of teams that look bad and win than look good and lose. That's I guess. Yeah. Now normally normally we do this after teams have played eight games so we run into a bunch of like you know 500 teams four and four but it's funny this year so now we got nine weeks there's no one's actually 500 um well there is there's one team that's 500 the falcons are 500 falcons are, okay. <laughs> of course <Okay>. they are <laughs> of course they're so, unbelievable so they won't be in either category tonight spoiler alert there you go all right um so that being said pj who did you settle on all right, so I'll go first. I settled on the Las Vegas Raiders. So when I when I was I was so at first I did have some teams in my brain. Like the Ravens kind of came to mind. Like I don't think the Ravens are a six and two team. And 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 not to I don't want to jump ahead and spoil any of your picks. So I started to look at some teams and I started to look at like where they had wins, where, you know, things were going right or going wrong. I think the Raiders speaking on primetime games, I think the Raiders are still on this high of beating the Ravens in that Monday night game TM the first weekend. Mm -hmm. So they beat the Ravens and then they beat the Steelers. And after that, it's not the the Dolphins, the Broncos, the Eagles, and then they just lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't think this team. And I'm not calling the Raiders bad, but their five and three record could as easily be three and five. And they've got some pieces, you know, and and Derek Carr kind of fits into that Kirk Cousins role, like. He's good, but not great and not elite. And Waller was out, but then where else, where else do they excel? I don't know. Who's the leading receiver for the Raiders right now? Who's the leading rusher? I I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Jacobs, Drake. I mean, they are just a team of, to me, of Renfro. But, right. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Anyway, and this isn't something I'm not going to, I'm not going to die on a hill for, but I just, I see them and I could see them ending at seven and 10 after a five and two starter. Right. Mm -hmm. So five and three, that's my pick. I will go with the Raiders. Jack. So a lot of teams could fall into this category, as PJ said. You, uh, you know, you mentioned you mentioned one. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought. See, I I thought of the Raiders, and I was thinking about them when making my choice, but I ultimately couldn't do it just because I I think I give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt with the Gruden and the Rugs and the other player whose name is now escaping me. 
Uh, all the bullshit they've dealt with this year, I think they've actually overperformed a little bit, so I couldn't quite choose them for this. But for worst team over 500, I'm going with the Steelers. And the reason I'm choosing this is because I watched the game Monday night and I used my eyes, and my eyes told me <laughs> that that team has a lot of fucking problems. Uh, great rookie running back. They've got great wide receivers. And they've got a great tight end. But you know what they don't have is a fucking quarterback that can throw the ball to those players consistently. Um, now, they got the win. Fryermuth got a couple of touchdowns and, you know, all that all that jazz. But I think that they're going to end up being third in their division uh, at the end of the year at this point. Um, I don't think that they have an easy path to the playoffs. And, you know, this is a season for that for the first time. Everybody's going to be playing 16 games. I think if you look at Roethlisberger, you see the way that he gingerly gets up from every hit. Uh, his general, you know, uh, slowness to move in any direction at any speed. Um, their defense doesn't impress me. Their coaching is solid. You know, Tomlin is Tomlin. I, I, I do still think that he's one of the best coaches in the league. But uh, I just don't see it. I don't see this as a good team. I don't even see this as a as like a... Uh, well, no, I, was, I guess great. It's, they're not a great team. They're not a good team. They're they're mediocre, and yeah, I, I'm not impressed by what I've seen at all. I had them. I had them on my list. And as you're talking, Jack, and I don't know if you saw the NFL memes Instagram post of Ben Roethlisberger, but is by far my favorite of the year, where it says Big Ben is as mobile as a tree, and him just <laughs> falling. Over. <laughs> After he does a shovel pass, it's the best. It is yeah. the absolute best. I mean, there was a pass in this game where he was targeting Deontay Johnson, who was kind of over the top. And granted, we're talking about within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage, okay? So it's not like a downfield throw. Deontay Johnson's over the top. Ray Ray McLeod's underneath him. And it was clearly a target for Deontay, but Roethlisberger just fucked it up completely. It went under a little bit. And fucking Ray Ray McLeod just happened to be there and caught it. Now, I think it went for a first down, but it was one of the greatest bailouts I've ever, like, unintentional bailouts I've ever seen. If he didn't make that throw, that would be on the highlight reels as, like, one of the worst plays of the year, for sure. But, you know, he he, he got away with it. Nobody has to look at it, and they're good. So, good for him, I guess. But ter- terrible. Just terrible. I, I, had, it, I had them as well. Yeah. Oh. I had them as well. Okay. Great. For all the same reasons, but I will. I do. I had two, so I'll go with the other one. Um, the Bronco, the five and four Denver Broncos. Mm. Yep, yep. Sorry, Chad, but uh, these guys. I mean, an impressive win at Dallas, but three of their other four wins are Giants, Jacksonville, Jets to start the season. So, I mean, this is a middle of the road team, probably eight and nine, seven and ten. And, um, you know, it's Bridgewater. I mean, I was actually going to pick Steelers over Broncos because I did also want to shit on Big Ben because he is terrible and he does look terrible. Um, but uh, my argument for Denver is just basically, you know, you trade away, Von, you know, Von Miller. You clearly know you're not going to do anything in this division, and that really is a big part of it for me too. I mean, they've got to play the Chargers twice, the Chiefs twice, the Raiders, the Bengals. I mean, their only easy game is De- is Detroit. Um, 
but I think you could keep. I think Detroit could compete with them. I just think that you know, I just don't. I just don't like what I see from that team, and um, Denver Broncos. There you go. All right. All right. Let's move on. Don't want to harp too much on a bad team. <laughs> Best team under five hundred. You're killing me, Smalls. Best team under 500. All right, uh, Tim, we're going to go in snake draft. Or All right. right so you can Okay. Do. I'd be surprised if uh, this isn't the unanimous winner here, but uh, I'm going with say, the – Look, before yeah. you say that, while you were still on a pee break, Jack and I, I, I was saying this – I actually had a harder time with this than I did – because I, I just, I, as, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, and I was, I was ready to chat. I just think that the trendy pick here would be Minnesota or maybe one of the NFL West teams. But I think it's got to be the Colts just because the Colts were a preseason, you know, a lot of people like the Colts preseason and then in their pre, in their like throughout their camp, they just lost so many dudes to injury and they've still maintained, you know, almost a 500 record here. And like, they got some cush games coming up from in their division. So I think that they could win a bunch of games. I, I think uh, there's something about Carson Wentz. I mean, as long as this guy doesn't get hurt, I know he has some really bad passes, but uh, you know, he was rolling with Philly and, you know, unfortunate injury. They still won the Super Bowl, but I don't know. I think the guy's. I think he's pretty damn good. And I, him along with Frank Wright and Taylor running the ball, he, who's phenomenal. Um, like everyone thinks their defense stinks. Do, do we really think they were giving even seventy-five percent effort against the Jets? They scored a touchdown on their first four drives. It was just. It was a rollover. Sick of hearing that. Anyway, so I so I had uh, maybe maybe you're right. I mean, I. My very first thought was the Colts, 100%. I actually I had written them down, crossed mm-hmm. them off. Because as I started to look through this team, I mean, do you know who they'd be? They're four and five, right? Mm-hmm. Their wins are against the Dolphins. Tough the matchups. Texans, the Texans, the Jets, and the Niners. Teams who probably have a combined record of six and 20 Whoops. so and i i i get what you're saying because they're you know their loss against the titans was by three points their loss against their they're they're a team and and maybe for this award and not taking anything away from your opinion obviously maybe for this award you're right maybe they are the best team under 500 that if any of those games go the opposite way they're at six and two or five and three instead of three and five but I'm still waiting for them to beat a good team. Right. Still waiting for them to beat a team over 500. Fair point. Fair point. So anyway, Jack, what do you got? Yeah. um, Unfortunately, I have the pathetic trash franchise that is the Indianapolis Colts as well. And uh, (laughs) I just waited to say that so that I could give you the full name and rank. Uh, Yes. But yeah, all the things that TM said. 
I said it at the beginning of the season too. I, I, I think Frank Reich, Reich is a uh, is a good coach. I think he's had to deal with a lot of adversity so far in his tenure. Um, I think he's solid. I, I, I think that he knows how to run a team. He's running them well. You know, earlier in the season, Wentz, you know, he came out with like two sprained ankles or something crazy like that. He had an injury before yep. the season. Um, I don't think that Wentz is like a great quarterback, but he certainly seems to know how to operate in a Frank Reich-led team. And uh, that's a good thing for the both of them. So, yeah, for me, it is uh, the pathetic trash franchise that is the Indianapolis Colts. So I, in all fairness, like I said, I did have Colts written down. And then I had... um, I, I had the Bears with a question mark. And then I think I settled on, because I'm not going to disagree with you guys, but then I, I had the 49ers written down, right? So the 49ers in three, are three and five. Garoppolo was hurt for a bit. Kittle's been out since week two. And they have, I will say, competed against some pretty good teams. Their losses are two to the Cardinals, one to the Packers, funny enough, one to the Colts, and then a game loss against a Russell Wilson Seattle team. So I'm not saying that the 49ers are going to come out and do anything spectacular, but I think they are a better team than their three and five record would indicate. Um, I still don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think as we indicated earlier with Brandon Ayuk and like even Debo Samuel, like I don't necessarily love him, but I think they are a better team than their three and five record uh, shows. But coming out of that West, I mean, with Arizona and the Rams, I mean, what's the point? Might as well just stay at three wins. <laughs> yeah, they, I was hoping you were going to say them though. They definitely have seemed like out of sorts. I mean, we, I thought of them earlier in the show because you had brought up, you know, or Jack was saying, I think the or you PJ, uh, excuse me, the uh, coaches just sticking to their you know way of doing things. Yeah. Regard, yeah, I think Shanahan's a lot like that, and you always hear about his offense and. I heard a guy recently on the radio say something like, you know, the topic, I just guessed it on a podcast and the topic was uh, coaches, you know, the better coaches in the league, who are some of the best coaches in the league. They're like, Shanahan is always mentioned. And they're like, why? Right. I mean, they haven't won anything. You know, Shanahan and his West Coast offense or this, that, and the other thing. Salah's gone. Their D's a mess. Uh, like yep. you said, Kittle's been hurt. And yeah, Garoppolo stinks. I mean, TM, I specifically heard somebody talking about Kyle Shanahan's winning record being either close to or the same as Joe Philbin's record with the Dolphins. In fact, I think it was worse than Joe Philbin's record with the Dolphins. So, like, what the... I I don't know. I can't really... I can't really subscribe to this one, PJ, just because I think it's too many years of underperformance with this guy, regardless of, like, you know, the reasons behind or whatever. I mean, yeah, no, I'm and don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not putting anything behind that whatsoever. Sure. Sure. But maybe that's exactly it. Jack is that there's always 
this they should be better and maybe they just aren't yeah they're yeah, shannon all right, here we go. Right, let's, nice. go uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, shit. I just lost my shit. Just lost my shit. Most disappointing player. You know what's driving me crazy? You not getting the ball in the hole. All right. Most disappointing player. You know, this was this one was tough for me. And as we were getting to this show coming up. Actually, you know what, TM, you're gonna go first. No, 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 no. Hold on. You snaked me last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I will if you want me to. Yeah, why don't you go first? All right. The thing with this type this um the thing with this category, I think more than any of the others is the fantasy factor here because we've all got a guy or more that we're just so sick and tired of already this year because you drafted them high and they stink. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I can't get away from that. And my pick is absolutely uh, CMC Christian McCaffrey. I just, he's played two games and when you draft a guy one and they suck or they don't even play, it's just disappointing and I can't get past it. Um, so that's my pick. I had to go fantasy mentality. There no, you go. It's got to be McCaffrey. It just sucks he's not on the field ever. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, even as a fan, you want to see the guy. Yeah, that's a factor, dude. I mean, you cannot yeah. take away. It's like we were talking earlier with Tua. It, yeah. You can still be a bust or whatever just because you're not on the it doesn't matter if you're not on the field it's yeah you're not helping your team right? you're not helping you're no good team. to your team yeah guys got a ton of talent but if you can't be on there to help to, to to show it then so be it he, he's in a few commercials i get so aggravated when i see him i'm like fuck this guy like i'm just <laughs> he just nauseates me well, the worst thing with him, too, is that this is two years now of he had to be taken at the top of the draft. And if you took him, you were upset that you took him, no matter yeah. where it was, because he's played a total of what, like six games in two years. It's just an, oh, it's so annoying. So fucking annoying. Well, and that's exactly it, too, because I think in our the binge league, I had the fourth pick and I took Henry and that was the best pick ever. I mean, right. was clearly was. But nobody, everybody took everybody, all these other flashier guys, right? Derrick Henry can't do it. Mm. He can't keep it up. And sure enough, now he's Yeah, out. well, he couldn't, clearly. Yeah, he couldn't, clearly. <laughs> but none of them could. I mean, this year, is a, it's a bad litmus test for something like this because there have been so many fucking injuries. It, it, for anybody drafted in the first two rounds, I mean, absolute either bloodbath or underperformance. It's actually, it's more likely that you drafted a bust this year. Like like seven out of ten spots were busts. It's just insane. Yeah. My first three picks two weeks ago were on the IR. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking absurd. It's it's like it is ridiculous, and it drives me nuts. In some of my leagues that have like one 
IR spot or something. I'm like, guys, come on. I mean, can we yeah. just add one here? Look at what we're dealing with. I need to feel the team. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, Jack, you got for most disappointing player in your uh, eyes. Yeah, so same mentality. It's just I'm feeling it in one of my fantasy leagues, and I'm sorry. You know, maybe the past few years were so far above average that this year is just it's disappointing because of the fact that it's that this guy has regressed. But it's it's Patrick Mahomes for me. Um, it is like abundantly clear that the the KC offense cannot do shit unless Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are on the field, and even then. It's suspect at times. Um, I, I don't know if it was just that, you know, they they were sprinkling too much of the fairy dust the last couple of years and, the, and Andy Reid's run out or something, but something seems to be off in Mahomes' head. And I have him in a league. I think over the past three weeks, he's averaging like 13 points for me at the quarterback position. And it's just like, dude, in that time, I could have picked up Matt fucking Ryan off the waiver wire and scored 30 points twice in that time. Oh my God. Terrible. You know, like, I'm sorry, but you just can't, you can't discount that shit. You know, that's, that's, that is fucking egregious. And, uh, I don't know. There might be other players who are more disappointing and, and aren't on winning teams. Like I get it. He's, he's, he's getting his team to win. That's fine. But to me personally, he's disappointed me. Yeah. Well, no, you know what? Jack and Tim, you can explode. It was amazing. Way to go, Ravens. Whoa. Who is this guy on the Ravens that keeps getting burned every game with the red hair? Every fucking game. The guy's terrible. Get him off the field. Who is mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who this guy is who caught it. Yeah, yeah some no-name. It's not Jalen Waddle, I can tell you that is, much. The is fuck? it Grant? No, I, think I think it's, it's just been... Ford? Ford. Ford. Oh, okay. Isaiah yeah, Ford. Yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's definitely you know, Jack... who you want to throw to in a game like this, your fourth wide receiver. <laughs> Jack, it's funny you bring up Mahomes because his name never even occurred to me, and you're 100% correct. Maybe because he's just a douche. I mean, he's not. <laughs> Anybody who puts ketchup on their steak can go fuck themselves. I mean, you know. I had him. I had I had him as my other one, actually. Um, but you're you're absolutely right. Um, what was a when did they play? Did they play Sunday night? They played, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, it was against the Packers. Right, yeah, yeah. thirteen to seven. It was a, it was an afternoon game, yeah. But yeah, whoever yeah. was, um, maybe they were doing pre-show on Sunday, and I can't remember. Maybe it was Dilfer or or maybe maybe Hasselback. They were they were kind of critiquing Mahomes and how his mechanics are just god awful. His feet never like face the right direction. He never. Um, he never puts himself in a position to succeed and he's been deal or he's been counting on his athletic ability to do everything that he's been doing great up to this point. And now that people have been are privy to who he is, he can't do that anymore. And until he starts doing things better, I'm not so sure that he's going to be who people think maybe he's going to be or what his contract. Well, you know, it's, it's sort of like the reverse (laughs) Sam Darnold to me. Cause like Sam Darnold, it's the seeing ghosts thing, right? Like, Oh man, he just, he's afraid in the pocket and all this stuff. 
Mahomes is a, almost like allergic to staying in the pocket. Like his first notion is always run back 15 yards and do the Mahomes stuff, which has worked for them, right? I mean, in past years, it's been incredible to watch. He's been entertaining, all that stuff. But I think now we're at a point where everybody's seen it so much and you know exactly what he's going to do. So like, okay, he's not going to stay in the pocket. Great. Good. Like, we'll, we'll just fucking defend him like he's going to run around. It's like chicken with his head cut off. And uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a problem now for them. So yeah, he, he's got to calm down a little bit. And I, I think that, you know, I'm not saying they're not getting to the playoffs. I'm not saying he's not a good player. But, like, he's just been a fucking disappointment. He, he just has. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So mine, TM, and this will be very close to all your guys' house. What about Stefan Diggs? Mm. Oh. oh, so Josh Allen. Yeah, oh, well, eh. well I, I don't know if we're there <laughs> he's ter- yet. Yeah, we're not there yet, but he's, it, he's it's getting there. But no, yeah. but I mean, Diggs, who bitched about being in Minnesota, went to Buffalo, had an amazing year, right? Yeah. And and I don't know. And Tim, maybe you can can speak on it a little bit more. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure why the Buffalo offense isn't getting him the ball. But, I mean, the guy's got, you know, 580-some yards. He has one game, one game over 100 yards receiving. When you are the guy in the offense of a team that is essentially a top five team, I mean, presumably a top five team in the NFL – like you need to perform, and I just I don't know. It's to me, it's it's not disappointing to me by any means. But if you're a Buffalo fan, if you're a fantasy owner, if you are a Stefan Diggs fan, what is the what's what's the issue, TM? What is what's going on there? Do you know? Not really, man. <laughs> I mean, when I sit down and watch a Buffalo game, I just expect to see an offensive show, and it just hasn't been happening. You know, maybe that's more. Maybe that's more it. You know, that it's just the yeah. I don't know. Just I mean, I know they've had some old line issues, but uh, I don't know Miami. I mean, they usually you know we play them tough sometimes. They usually blow us out, but I mean, at least that was an in-division game. I mean, they struggled off the bye, and then, you know, they pulled away at the end of the game. All right, no big deal. Just last week is just one of those, like, what just happened? You know? And speaking of, as far as Diggs is concerned, I'm surprised I didn't write him down, because when it comes to fantasy, he's another one. (laughs) It's pretty brutal. So, of course, good good pick there, too. Yeah. 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 I used to get, like, early second round. Anyway. Let's move yeah. on. All right, here we go. Uh, what's I, I don't even know. Oh, surprise! Yeah. Biggest surprise player. Incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. Okay, so I'm going with maybe not necessarily like it's not like somebody has that clip. Kadishek clip says it's not somebody out of nowhere, hmm. but my pick is Jonathan Taylor. Okay. From the pathetic trash franchise as Jack always loves to uh, bring up, but somebody who 
I, you know, to me, and this is just, I just never saw him. I mean, Wisconsin guy, I mean, top 10 pick in some fantasy, like this guy's going to do it. And to me, maybe that was it. It was, it was, he was going to make this jump into the best guy in or top five running back in football. He's been hurt. He's been doing like just meandering. I don't know. Right now, second leading rusher in the league behind Derrick Henry. And after this weekend, probably the leading rusher. He's averaging 5.6 yards a carry, 5.8 yards carry. And he's really the workhorse of that Colts team. And I... He's somebody that I hoped would get to this point because he was a really, really good college running back. And the past couple of years, as they've been meandering with their quarterback situation, probably he didn't get his – they just didn't have that team in place. And maybe this goes back to you guys with your best team under 500. He's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. He's having a great season and, uh, you know, can't say enough about – you know, Jonathan Taylor. So with that, I'll leave it to you, Jack. Where do you go with this best surprise or biggest surprise player? Yeah. Um, so it's another one that's difficult for me to not think about fantasy because, uh, you know, we're not talking necessarily fantasy stuff on this podcast, but, you know, that's how we have an insight into these players. And the one for me that was the biggest surprise by far um, is fucking Corderell Patterson. Um, it's great. And I, and I, I think it's it's a matter of, yeah, I, I'm aware of what he's doing because of, of fantasy. But if you watch the games that the Falcons are playing, now granted, Julio Jones is gone. Calvin Ridley's out with his issues. And they have a new coach from the Titans, this offensive coordinator shit, all that stuff, right? Cordero Patterson started on the Vikings, and he was a you know a good returner, um, but not much else. He went to the Pats, where he was a returner, and they actually used him somewhat efficiently, running out of the backfield once in a while, catching a few passes, and you know ultimately won a Super Bowl with him on the roster. The next year, he's at the Bears. Matt Nagy has no fucking clue what to do with Cordero Patterson. And then he gets to the Falcons, and all of a sudden, it's this, like, center focal point of the offense, and he's really good. And when he's on the field, he has, out of nowhere, that, like, I don't want to say star power, but that kind of, like, it factor, where there's the guy on the field that we have to worry about above everyone else, right? And and it opens up options at you know, Kyle Pitts for them. Obviously, a couple of their third and fourth string receivers have done really well. All that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. We both chose running backs. But I, I really think Cordell Patterson has been, like, a completely out-of-nowhere great player at the breakout age of, I think, 30. So Now, can, can you just – I mean, you just said it, you said, as a running back. But that's the big thing. I mean, he came out – he's came out as a receiver. Yeah. Right. So when was and that's I'm I'm sitting here scrolling through my my phone as who was the first to use him? And I know he's always been used as a, a trick type player, but like did Minnesota when 
they drafted him. But did Minnesota ever use him as a running back? I think the Bears are the first team that I remember them using him as a running back. And now you're absolutely right, Jack. I mean, he is he's got vision as a runner, which right. you don't see with the guys. So it's a great pick. No, I was surprised to see him being so productive with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, hey, can I can I just take a moment here to apologize to anyone listening who had to sit through this friggin' game because it's pathetic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just apologizing. As a Dolphin fan, I just want to apologize. No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> we should never be on a Nike national game. But dude, the you're the Ravens going to say, "Oh, what we're points. winning." No, but the Ravens have three points. How is this like you? You are you're apologizing for the Dolphins? Like, no, it's you, just a bad game altogether, and it's because know, my team should, is involved. You guys should have six points. Right. The Ravens should not have six points. No, the they're going to just kill us in the. Ravens they're going to smoke us in the second half. What's the? Let's look at Ravens. Let's do a live. Want to do a live bet? Let's see what the halftime line is for the Ravens. That's what I. That, that's what I was uh, texting earlier, TM. Like, what the fuck with the Dolphins' defense tonight? I need fucking points from Bateman and Lamar, or else my week is going to go very poorly. <laughs> Terrible. Still, let's see. It's still Ravens three and a half. Vegas, they know. They know they're going to win this game by more than a field goal. Um. All right, I heard you guys' choices. My biggest surprise player, Mike Evan White. Just kidding. <laughs> Fuck the Jets. All right. Cooper <laughs> Cup, man. And yeah, this is very fantasy driven, okay? You got to tell me I got to face this guy every week in at least a league, but normally more like three and friggin' just get lit up for 40 and never have a chance. Um, it's, I mean, he's been a fantasy guy. He's, you know, he's. it's not his first go around, of course, but it's so surprising to me that him and Stafford have this much of a like connection right off the bat. And also that they just constantly throw it to him constantly. Mm. Every play is to this guy. Did you not know Stafford is a huge racist? That's right. That's right. (laughs) I forgot, but you had told me that when he was in Detroit, you're right. Sorry, but no, dude, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, there were fantasy leagues where, and I think if any of the rankings you looked at, it was like Cooper Cup at, you know, I don't know, whatever, the 12th best receiver and Robert Woods at the 13th. And it was like a coin flip. Yeah. And why has it gone that way? The fuck knows? I don't yeah. know. But you're absolutely right, man. I mean, yeah. and not you say just fantasy. It's not just fantasy. No, I mean, just I mean, you watch. To break ever he was, I think last week hurt them, but he was – on fan or on uh, pace to to break like Calvin Johnson's record. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Again, right. Because you know Stafford's a racist. I can't have Calvin Johnson have the. That's right. There you go. It's got to be why. <laughs> it's all tied together. All tied together. <laughs> no, that's a great pick. I mean, that's it's it's amazing that he's getting the production. It's it's like the years with Tyree Kill. Like just stop him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now, Hill, got, now Hill has gone through. Hill has had, I believe, five straight games without a pa- a catch over twenty yards. That's terrible. That's, that's, ins- that's insane. It is. 
That's crazy. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I actually don't know. Hold on. What's and now next? our next presenter. Let's welcome our next presenters. <laughs> I don't know what's next. Uh, comeback player. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love Dick, right? <laughs> comeback player of the year. This guy here is dead. Cross him off then. <laughs> Oh, I'll, great go, I'll go. I'll go. That was great. I love that one. Uh, my, I mean, this is a guy, TM, that you and I on this show have talked about a ton. And it's another. <laughs> have another. Then Dak Prescott. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he, last week aside and whatever. The guy literally had his legs snapped in half and came back looking like better than ever. I mean, a guy that at the beginning of the season, I didn't like at all. I mean, I've never really liked him. We watched Hard Knocks for that bullshit. But in general, I don't know how you can say the guy isn't, you know, here doing what he needs to do. And and I'm not he's not he's not blowing up the league. He's not, you know, but the team's six and two. He's playing well. He's doing what he needs to. He's thrown, I don't know, five interceptions versus I don't know, twelve touchdowns, thirteen, whatever it is. To me, I think he is on track to do really good things. I don't like that team, but them not succeeding won't be on Dak's shoulders as much as it is everything else that goes with the Cowboys. So for me, give me Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year. Boop. Nice. Good one, Jack. Very nice. Um, well, the, uh, we're, we're, we're the same here. I also have Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, I, I don't see I, – I honestly, w- with some of the other people that are up for this, I didn't even see it as, as competition, frankly, for all the reasons that PJ said. I mean, he even got uh, Jerry Jones to say after the fact, like, we, 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 we waited too long to pay Dak Prescott. That was a mistake on my part. I mean, that, Jerry fucking Jones saying that. So he's played well enough to justify the money that they've paid him and, you know, all the hype behind him. So, yeah, it's, it's Dak Prescott. Nice. I kind of knew you both had the same one there. Um, all right. Yeah, good, great pick, actually. I actually had a, a tough time with this one, to be honest with you. I really wanted to. I even thought about this award in the preseason, and I really was, like, excited to hand this award to who should be the comeback player of the year, Mr. Saquon Barkley. But, <laughs> alas, he's once again injured. Right, Chad C? What'd I tell you, buddy? <laughs> I'm never letting you live this one down. He stinks. And whoever you traded him to, you stink. And I hope I play you in fantasy this week. Now, the comeback player of the year, in my, and I'm telling you, I really don't have an answer here, so this is what I'm going to throw out. Cam Newton. Why? Because he actually got on another team. So he came back. <laughs> we don't know what is going to happen. and I can't believe he came back. But he has come back, and so he is a comeback player of the year for me. Oh, all right, all right. So, so just <laughs> I just heard this before. I had no idea. So, just um, along those lines, okay. I think somebody might have posted it in our little group chat, but 
the Panthers are now paying Cam Newton's backup, Cam Newton's backup's backup, and Cam Newton, who's backing up his backup's backup. (laughs) (laughs) It's unbelievable. I mean, how fucking stupid are the Panthers? I mean, I know they cleaned house and they wanted to go full rebuild, but like... <laughs> the fact that Cam's going back there after Cam's year last year, I mean, how much? It's, how many picks? How dude, much money? Just, and how much time has been wasted by playing this fucking game and just bringing him back anyways? Like, now, how now, dumb are they? This just came out today, right? This just yes. came out today. Maybe he's just gonna like retire as a as a Panther or something. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't know. It, it is that weird of a story. But dude, yeah. they're paying him like five million dollars yeah. with incentives up to ten million dollars. It's absolutely ridiculous. And this is yes, we had this text in the group chat. They're how the Panthers, knowing that Sam Darnold was a little bit of a flyer, right? Like a lot of people thought like Darnold is a lot better than what he showed at the Jets. There were flashes that he showed that we think he's going to be our guy. And even our Jets correspondent, Goudreau, said, well, he's been injured every year that he's been in the league. How do the Panthers not have somebody other than P.J. Walker, XFL, league MVP on their roster? Well, I mean, the same thing has been said about the Jets all year. And then you get this Mike White bullshit. But they also traded for Flacco. And they traded a pick for Flacco. I don't think Flacco's ever going to even play. Yeah, crazy. Big big mistake there. Um, But yeah, I I just can't believe... Wait, so $5 million with incentive is what he got today? Yes. I heard. Holy Jesus. $4.5 million with incentives up to ten, And I don't... I don't want to speak on the incentives because I don't know, but that is what I heard, yes. Okay, so he's going to be playing week 11. Because, yeah, Darnold's out. He's on the IR, so he's at least out four weeks, right? That's the what I, what I hear. Yeah, he's finished. I don't, you know, I don't think – I don't think the Jets – or I'm sorry, the Panthers signing Darnold is – None of this bothers me outside of the fact that they feel that they need to. As Mm. as an NFL organization, you need to be comfortable with your backup. There is zero reason that your starter gets hurt and you should feel the need to go sign a guy off the street. Yeah. Right? Like, Like, Tim, your team right now, Tua's not playing today. You've got Jacoby Brissett. And say what you will about him, but you're not out here signing a guy off the street to come and run your team. You're, you've got a guy that's been in the system. He knows what he's doing. And talent or not, you're going with that guy. This, to me, is a org- organizational Jesus Christ. Shit, <laughs> shit show. Sorry, yes, TM is watching <laughs> that miss passes. Just more drops, too. It's oh. unbelievable. Anyway, that's 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 I know say, yeah, no, I I, to- I totally hear what you're saying. It's like, you know, Simeon or who who's uh Henke Heineke. 
Heineke would be oh, a big a example of what you're saying. Yeah. And that's traditionally what it is, right? I mean, yeah, Brissette, I, I was like, all right, this when when Tua was out, I'm like, this could be a lot worse. Oh, what the uh, Well, it might get it might get worse. Oh, Jesus oh, fucking oh, Christ. Oh. I stand corrected. <laughs> that could timed. I don't know. Well, Tua, you better get on the field. Why are you active? Oh, God. <laughs> that could not have been better timing. It's unbelievable. Jacoby Brissett just went down. Look at him. He's coming in. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, it's like the national championship. <laughs> He's going to come in and just light it up. Not going to happen. Um, okay. Let's okay. let's move on. Oof, he got wrecked. There right, we go. All right, moving on. Rookie of the year. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. It's on UTM. Who you got? Uh, all right. So, midseason award, as we all know, definitely Jamar Chase. Um, he is the best receiver in the in the uh, draft. Um, I'd say, I mean, I don't want to like steal somebody else's answer, but there certainly is a close second at the tight end position. But I just, uh, I just really like Chase, uh, what he does when he catches the ball. He's a stud. I mean, I don't even have him in fantasy, but he's just another one who burns me for like 40 every week when I'm matched up against him. And, um, yeah, I just, I, he's been an exciting player to watch and, uh, really like him. And rookie of the year, midseason. I mean, there's, it could all change. Yeah, no, I like it absolutely. Jack, um, well, this is going to sound like a homer pick, but uh, I don't care. I think so far the rookie of the year has been Mac Jones, and here's why. Mac Jones is a guy who, one, you know, in the last year and a half, right, took over for Bama, won the national championship. Immediately got drafted, came into the Patriots organization, a lot of pressure. You're, you know, the guy we hope is the next Brady. Wins out the job over Cam Newton, which probably didn't take that much effort, but still I'm going to throw it in there. Uh, and in his first, you know, half a season, has to go toe-to-toe with Brady and I, I think plays decently enough against him. Um, team is at four, five and four, and they've been in pretty much every game outside of the Saints one. Um, I think their defense has helped them out a lot there, but it doesn't make a difference for Mac Jones. But I think Mac Jones, I'm I'm going to give the vote to over Jamar Chase at this point, not because Jamar Chase hasn't been awesome, but because Jamar Chase is a wide receiver. And a wide receiver has one job to do, pretty much. And it's, you know, learn the routes, catch the ball. And that's it. You just got to be fast. You got to be able to beat the defender. I think the things that are asked of the quarterback, it, it just in, in my estimation, are far greater and more complicated and more involved than what's typically asked of a wide receiver. Um, I just think there are, there's more decisions happening. There's more thought process. A lot of things factored in. So, um, you know, I personally, I'm going for the first half, Mac Jones. I like that too because – Mac Jones was the forgotten guy, right? I mean, he was the guy that everybody passed on. He was the guy, 
He was the Tom Brady-esque, you know, the tall, out-of-shape, white quarterback who can't yeah. run, yeah. you know. And and now, TM, and, and I like Chase, too, because both you and I had talked about it, and, and even the media talked about him having the dropsies and not being, you know, worth yeah. the pick. And, and then all of us, and I posted in the chat in our fantasy group that I didn't trade Jamar Chase to for Latavius Murray at some point this year, which is just absolutely brutal. Anyway, uh, I did have Chase on my list. Um, Juju, baby, two of my leagues. Two of my leagues, two of my leagues. <laughs> the other guy I'm going to go with is Kyle Pitts uh, for mm-hmm. the Falcons, right? Beautiful. Yeah. Guy comes out as a tight end, is essentially a wide receiver, and, and he hasn't been, you know, dominating, but as a guy that, as a coming out as a tight end, he has become a you know go-to guy for that Falcons team. And now with Ridley out, who knows where they're gonna go? But it is I feel like Pitts is going to for the short term or you know, in the short term, gonna turn into one of these tight ends. He's he is the he is the new tight end type of guy, right? He is the receiving tight end. He is the uh, Darren Waller, the Greg Kittle type. And I think he's only got up, you know, an upside going from this point out. I mean, he's got almost 600 yards receiving already, which halfway through the season is ridiculous for a tight end, a rookie tight end. So that's my pick. Yeah, it's good Yeah, that one, I kind of remembered him as I was about to name Jamar Chase. <laughs> Pitts has been, I mean, I watched him smoke my team firsthand. He's good. Oh, for Christ's sake, this game. Oh, my God. What a duck. What a <laughs> duck. Oh, this is not, the worst of the worst. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> oh, Damn. All right, next, right, uh, next, uh, yes, go. Next song, next song. Most valuable player. Because here at Globo Gym, we're better than you, and we know it. I have another one. Most valuable player. Nice. Nice. It's the bench. Sports guys. Oh, my God. Is Tua going into this game? Oh, sure oh my like God. It. It's actually worth watching now. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Um, all right. I think I started last one. You go, Snake. All right. So I had a bunch. I mean, this was tough. This, this was, was tough, tough to pick one. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's been up or down, right? I mean, there's been good weeks. There's been bad weeks. But I got to go, and, and this really changed last week, unfortunately. But a guy that I've never thought super highly of, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. I think, and I know they won without him last week. But he is just – I mean, the Cardinals have been 
the maybe the most consistent team of the year. And they beat a, you know, in my pick, a best team under 500 team, the 49ers last week with Colt McCoy. But Murray has has just been really good. I mean, there's nothing more that you can say about it. I mean, he's got 25 or 2,300 yards, you know, 17 TDs. Like, it's not as much the performance in terms of numbers, but just he has become a leader on that team. He's working with his boy, Klingsbury, and and they're just doing things that people didn't think that they would do. And I watched him on, I can't remember what national televised game was, but I was a lot more impressed with him than I thought I was going to be. And so I really like Arizona this year. I really like Kyler Murray. So my pick right now, Kyler Murray. Nice. Yeah. Um, yep. Is that your pick too, Jack? No, I, I actually oh, – okay. uh, I have somebody different. This is going to be a very boring pick. Well, real quick, well, hold real quick before you go. Yeah. So I just want to comment on that. So yeah, oh, yeah PJ. Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I I considered Murray too, but I think I didn't pick him for the same week result that you did. I just think that you're right. They are the most consistent team thus far. It's just hilarious that everybody picked them to be last in this division, not as an insult because it was the division is so loaded, but the team that everybody kind of consensus picked would finish fourth is just rocking out at seven and one but the fact that they won and murray didn't play shows me that it is just a huge team effort and all the phases are working for them and everything is going their way and uh so yeah i just wanted to throw that in there but i did but but i did i did consider him for sure yeah all right sorry go for it jack no no so um yeah, the Kyler Murray. I, yeah, I I really like Kyler Murray. I I have for a couple seasons now. Again, the fantasy thing. He he was like my number one fantasy quarterback everywhere. So, uh, good good pick. But uh, but my pick's just gonna be boring and it's gonna be obvious and I'm not gonna justify it. It's uh, it's Tom Brady. There's no more valuable player in the league than Tom Brady. I mean, you know, seeing the last year and this year so far, it's like the guy alone is good for like fucking 11 wins a season no regardless so yeah it's him it's, it's nobody else it's not close i mean it's, it's just it's tom brady good one <laughs> that was the other one i had written down oh man well i gotta do it pj don't be mad at me he could also win the next award in my opinion but i gotta give the midseason MVP award to Aaron Rodgers. Look at look at that offense without him last week. What a mess! Uh, the guy's throwing a ton of touchdowns this year. He, you know, they lost Week One to the Saints. Everybody overreacted. They're they're coming back. They're going back to the postseason. They got a good chance of being in the NFC Championship game and possibly the Super Bowl. And it the team is run by him. He's not there. It was a disaster. Um, to me, that's what an MVP is. And so midseason, I got to give it to Rodgers. Um, I do. I had Brady written down also. Mm-hmm. And 
Ay, ay, ay. Sorry. You know what? Fuck him and fuck you. Yeah, all right. Sorry. <laughs> you objected my other pick. <laughs> fuck you, Rogers. All right. Now, I think before we get to this next award, I want to, in honor of Jack Valley always being on the show, I want to change the name of this AKA oh, from, Richie yes. in- from Richie Incognito. So now the new official. Uh, award is biggest douchebag, aka the Travis Kelsey, <laughs> in honor of our guest Jack Vale. Yes, yes, I accept. Oh, I accept. Yes. I knew you would say. Oh, that that deserves some kind of sounder. Hold on. Ooh, that's a bingo. There you go. There you go. All right, Travis. What's up? Biggest douchebag. Hey, Deuce Paul, I hope you're watching. All right, TMU, or maybe uh, do we let Jack go? Yeah, let Jack go first. Pick. All right. Well, um, biggest douchebag. Lot of a uh, lot of contestants here. A lot of options. Okay. Um, thought about a certain wide receiver. I'm sure the both of you could guess. I thought about. Uh, uh, a certain quarterback, I'm sure that uh, a few of you could could probably assume, but I'm actually going with a different quarterback, and uh, I feel the same way about this pick that I do about the MVP one. It's it's not close, but uh, biggest douchebag, aka the Travis Kelsey Award, goes to Aaron Rodgers. Don't think oh, I need to explain anything about this, really. <laughs> Anyone who at 39 years old decides that he's going to skirt the rules that his employer puts forth and bite the hand that feeds him, literally, and think he's going to get away with that. Uh, You know what? Go fuck yourself, pal. Go fuck yourself. We all have day jobs. We got to do shit in order to keep that job, to give us money, to do the shit we actually want to do. So fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. You're the biggest douchebag. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I knew there was a drop coming. It's... I mean, so I'm just going to go because to me, it's hands down. It can't be anybody else. It It's not only that, Jack, but then to go out and justify what you're doing right? by saying, I've talked to doctors and Joe Rogan, like, and I don't care what you think about COVID or the vaccine. Just shut up. Right. Shut up. <laughs> Right, like you—you you literally just cost your team a win and possible home field advantage because you are such a douche. Just stop. This, uh, I, anyway, Rogers, suck a dick. Yeah. Even though you just named him MVP. I know. Well, I'm not going to sweep it up. Although, if I had the drop, I probably would have just for excitement's sake. But I'm, I'm giving it to friggin' Odell, man. I just think, like, what is the story here? I mean, this is the second team now, excuse me, that you've been friggin'. Just I don't I don't know how you even put it like just released from. 
Well, it's it's like uh, you've you've forced their hand, right? I mean, it's yeah, like you yeah. forced your own release. It's not even. Just not that, yeah. I need ahead. more. I need more on this. This has got to be like a thirty for thirty one day because I just think there's got to be so much more going on here. I mean, you get okay. Here he goes to Cleveland. He's going to go play with his buddy from college and. Right. You know, all that stuff, like the the, the storyline was there. It seemed like a good thing. And you know, he soured out here. I mean, I feel like it was almost immediately. I mean, it was a hell of a lot quicker than he soured in New York. But I've been having this argument since this show has been a thing. I mean, with Chad, uh, one of our, you know, people involved in the site, it's like he's not a top five receiver. The guy had what? What did he really have? I mean, one year? That's one catch? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. It just drives me crazy. I'm so sick of hearing about Odell Beckham and the fact that, yeah, like exactly right. He, you know, you force his hand, but he just becomes the center of attention again, and in for all bad shit. And now he gets to, now he he picks to go to L.A. for. I mean, I'm sure it's got a lot to do with his brand. And on top of that, he's like just trying to scoop a championship, and I think that's douchey. And uh, I think he's douchey. I think his Michael Jackson costume on Halloween was actually pretty good. But... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I, I don't know what Odell Beckham's Halloween costume was for this year. Why do you know that? Because on it was Sunday, Halloween Sunday, so all, a bunch of the players in the league went like showed up at their games dressed in costume, oh, and he was dressed right, as yeah. Thriller uh, Michael Jackson. And it kind of sounded like you were an Odell fan in the closet, man. I just want to no, get that no, real no, clear, real clear. I, but I couldn't. I said to I said to my wife, I'm like, I, I can't say shit there. I said that's a good costume, but to me, <laughs> that that's that's its own weird element in all this. It's like this is a guy who a week later gets released. And walking into that game looking like it's, you know, everything's all good. Or was he just doing that for the fucking Instagram? You know, it's just so I just think he's a douche. He's one of these more modern players. And by modern, I mean, with the brand and all that kind of stuff. And that's a lot more me than it is team. And I don't like it. And I'm just glad he's not a dolphin because there I I heard that once. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Mm. But so he would never come to us because we stink, and so does Lamar Jackson. Uh, I was just thinking that. Uh, but do we think Odell? And I know we talked on it a little bit. I mean, do we think he will succeed with the Rams? I mean, is this a I thing that's going to happen? I mean, yeah. Deshaun was there, he had one catch, and well, yeah, but Deshaun wanted he wanted out right because all the balls yeah, went yeah, to yeah. Cup. Yeah, no, yeah, but that's exactly. I mean, exactly. Right. How is – I don't know. The, I've heard a lot of comparison today to Moss, Randy Moss. Everybody thinking Moss was finished or for whatever reason, then he goes to New England as his best year with Brady. Well, the key in that statement is with Brady. You know, this isn't going to happen. Well, We're not going to have that. Stafford Brady? Dude, come on. I just think it's apples and oranges, you know. But I think, I think it's also a bad – If he backs up, if he acts up in L.A., this team's just going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, we talked about it. I mean, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right, let's move All on. Right. Yes, sir. Dumbest coach. 
just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. I'll go. All right. Uh, Joe Judge of the New York Giants is a hands-down, runaway victor of this category. I mean, I don't want to waste the airtime going through this, the the many things, but I'm just going to start with and end on his clock management because the guy has just blown game. I mean, the Giants, all right. I wouldn't say that they're the Giants are, you know, at three and six, the best under 500 team by any means, but they probably should be five and four. Um, and his clock management has cost them games. And it's just stuff like that when you watch the, you know, when you watch these games late and you're trying to enjoy a sport and you sit in there like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, there was also a play this season where he challenged um, when he didn't have a timeout. You know, he like he's just throwing a red flag on a play you can't challenge. Throwing a red flag um, when you had no challenges left. Shit like that. And to me, it's just a guy that's in over his head. The Giants are a complete and utter disaster. Um, and unfortunately, I have to listen to a lot of it in the New York media. But that being said, he's my pick. For so many reasons, um, but most importantly, his in-game management has been horrendous and has actually cost his team, I think, two games. So, I'm sure you guys saw it if you watched the Chiefs-Giants that one Monday night game. I think we we did a show that night, PJ. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember specifically. But... It's tougher to. It's tougher when you you know we're watching it on mute. But I, um, I mean, I have to hear about it the whole next fucking day. So I, I trust me, I know when it happens. <laughs> Uh, yes, Joe Judge. What do you got? Um, all right. So for me, honestly, I was at a tie, but the more I'm thinking about it, I, one's pulling ahead of the other. So um, I'm going to go with Urban Meyer. And I think it's just because if you are in a position where you're on TV weekly, right? And you're in charge of a, of a team or an organization and you're kind of public facing I think the very simplest thing that you need to make sure you're, I don't know, um, not doing is staying behind in a city after your team leaves to go and grind, <laughs> grind with some fucking woman at the bar uh, and have a few beers. I, I just don't, you know, say say what you will about his, his, you know, play calling and his leadership style and all that other stuff, but just... Just as a human being who like is married and has a family, <laughs> I mean, I, it's just yeah. I don't know if there's anybody genuinely dumber than Urban Meyer. I, so I don't know if it's that Urban Meyer's dumb or if he's just a scumbag. I mean, I, <laughs> it's one or the other. It's one and the same, I guess. I, I, but I'm totally with you. That's fine. Yeah, is a guy that is a new head coach trying to get your team behind and and yeah not yeah take away everything that happened at the bar and his wife the fact that you go and then you don't stay with your team right right like how do you get your team behind you if you're just like no dudes i'm gonna go do this and then you got your finger up some chick's booty Ah, right and you know what it carries over into the preseason too because wasn't he 
in uh, di- didn't he hire that strength and conditioning coach that they had an issue with, who like players had said injured him over the years, and it was like going to be controversial to keep him on the team. I, I kind of remember something about this in the off season, but like even then, I'm pretty sure Meyer was the guy who was advocating for that coach. So you know, just no self awareness. Yeah, I don't remember that but either way i mean i've been dealing with the guy for years upon years with my own teams and yeah. he's nothing but a douche so and, and, and yeah i like that you took the dumb coach away from dumb plays because i'm gonna bring back full circle maybe the opposite of this and talk about my own team and dan campbell and his assistance in essentially back-to-back weeks losing games on last second field goals on long distance second and third downs rushing three linemen i don't understand guys as we are all fans of the game of football How do NFL coaches not understand the fact that with time, NFL quarterbacks, as bad as they could be, Jacoby Brissett, uh, uh, PJ Walker, Mike White, whoever these guys are, with unlimited time, somebody is going to get open. Mm-hmm. So how, when it's third and fourth and 16, you only rush three guys because you think that your D-backs are going to be able to cover for seven to eight seconds? How you think that's good play calling is beyond me. Man. And I'm sorry, Dan Campbell, you're great. You You get these guys fired up. But please, for the love of God, Talk to your coaches and don't do dumb things. So mine goes to, and actually it's going to go to Aaron Glenn, who is the Lions D coordinator with a, (laughs) with a, with a, uh, I don't know. What's the, what's the word A reference or a, a uh, secondary vote for Dan Campbell. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Thank you. But for the love of God, Rush four, rush five. We were just, I was watching a game the other day. It was, there some game, I don't even remember if it was college football or the pros, but there's a Hail Mary coming down to the end. I'm like, for the love of God, don't rush three. And no, sure enough, they rush five. And I don't think the quarterback got the pass off, let alone something that was for a first down. So that's it. Lions better win a game. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I think you'll get one. I thought so. And then we lost 40 to six. Uh, all right. What's the last one? I don't even have it written here. I don't um, worst, worst play. Worst play. Oh, worst play. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. Worst play of the season. Zero point zero. That one's great. So, uh, 
I'm not going to take two, but they're essentially the same play. And this goes to Matt Stafford and Carson Wentz, both with essentially the same play, getting sacked in the end zone and throwing a pick six while you're winning. And my vote will really go to Stafford because not only did Stafford do the exact same play that Carson Wentz did on his very next throw, he also threw a pick six. So to me, two guys who are veterans in this league, both throwing essentially a college esque throw getting it out so I don't get sacked and throwing it right to a defensive player on their own goal line has to be the worst play that I've seen this year. And I think the bigger thing is the fact that they're both like seven year veterans or Stafford's, you know, 12 or whatever it is, but just horrible. Just take your lumps, take your sack, be done with it. So for me, it's Wentz, Stafford combo deal done. Two brutal plays. Brutal. What do you got, Jack? Um I have I have two. I I, I can't really choose between these. Uh, um I mean in terms of just like butt fumble levels of ineptitude, I have to uh I gotta say I, I'm gonna mention both of these. First one is gonna be the uh the Jared Goff, it, like, botched snap interception play. Um, <laughs> I mean, that that's just, that was just a special kind of bad. Um, that was really good, yes. That was very yeah, good. Yeah, but also kind of hilarious. But the one that bothers me more is the decision to kick a field goal at the end of the game when it's pouring rain and your kicker is beyond his normal range. I think it would have been a career long for Nick Folk. Uh, at the end of the Pats-Buccaneers game, the Pats could have had that game, but it's very clear that at that point they just didn't trust Mac Jones enough to let him try a little harder, um, do some things on third and fourth down, and that play was so goddamn frustrating because the Pats had a chance in that game Played really well and then decided to, I, I guess, just like in defiance of Mother Nature, attempt a kick in the rain from your kicker's maximum distance. Um, I hate it. I think about it quite a bit. It's a terrible play. Maybe there were more embarrassing ones and worse ones, technically speaking. But in terms of pure cowardice, this one kind of takes the cake for me. Yeah. No, that can definitely be it. I mean, doesn't have to be a bad play as much as a bad decision. So no, I like yeah. it. I like Tim, what do you got? Who first and 10 from their own two ran a wide receiver screen in the end zone. And it was a safety. What was so did they did it snap did... the ball, drop back two steps into the end zone, turn and throw it to Jalen Waddle also standing two to three yards in the end zone. 
did he get like did he get tackled or did he like drop the ball? He caught the ball and he got tackled for a safety. <laughs> oh my god! Play, but I couldn't. And Lamar it. Jackson sucks. Sorry. Oh my god! What is terrible. this? I, what is this game? I mean, I wonder what John Harbaugh will complain to the league about after this one's over. <laughs> he just has that look on his face, like he wants to see the manager. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, the Ravens are going to win this game. Sorry, Tim. I mean, they're. I hope so. Sent going to win this game. I have no reason for the Dolphins to win this game. Three and seven does not make a team back in. It. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh no. No, it's nothing bad, but it's nah, it's, it's just a funny Dolphins. play. If you don't like that, you don't like Dolphins football. Yes, there you go. Let's freaking tackle our own guy. All right, well, that's it, boys. That's the 2021 midseason awards. Uh, you know, it's this year, and, and especially that last award, like, I I feel like they're, they're and is it that we're not paying attention or maybe there's just so much ineptitude around the league? Like, there none of these awards to me were like definitive right mm. well Usually, one of them was there's well yeah i mean <laughs> biggest yeah, douchebag I, yeah, yeah I, there's no contest i mean come on yeah yeah and tm yeah you you voted for obj but i mean really it's i mean it's roger i know i know i know <laughs> trying to make I conversation know, come on just yeah you know can't all pick the same guy even when it is unanimous what are you saying lamar what are you saying throw it short Oh, boys. What the fuck was that? Oh, God. Is this going to turn into another friggin' commentary? I'm telling you. (laughs) I don't don't think you guys have noticed. Or, oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Wow. What is this? Fucking running bases? Hey, look. They got a first down. It was a... Honestly, though, there's no friggin' offensive line when two is in the game. There's none. Brissett didn't have much time either, but he had a little more time. I mean, look at this. They're getting right through every yes. play. It's happened yes, every sir. play since he came in. Now, does this have something to do with the quarterback being lefty? I don't think so, but I'm trying to give him something because they stopped there's about a thousand. There's always a thousand excuses about the lefty. Well, the ball spins the wrong way, and I'm not used to catching it. And... I'm not even talking about the receivers. The O-line doesn't – he doesn't have any time. It's too bad because he's not going to – oh, my God, these screens. <laughs> They're working right now, but – you, Didn't you get rid of that when you got rid of – Bring it back of- 10. Bring it back 10, PJ. Bring it back 20, actually. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's week 10. I don't, I don't have that much passion. I don't have any passion left. <laughs> it's over. All right, boys. Well, it's been a great uh, mid-season awards show. I think we'll keep it timely. We'll get out of here. We'll let TM go. Uh, eat, eat my depression. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But Jack, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, hey, thanks for having. Me. I always write all these down. We get to go back and and look at them, just like the preseason awards, and uh, see where everything lands. But right now, I just I don't know. Is it is is it a, you know, here we are mid season. Let's say three minutes on this. Who do you guys have in the Super Bowl today? And Jack, you're the guest. Where do you stand? And do you um, if you want to, 
I can pull back. Let me, let me, let me. I have it right in front of me. All right. What do we, so what do we got? Actually, let's let Jack vote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say him after we pick. All right. All right. Um, the, yeah. Uh, Waddle, baby. I guess, uh, yeah, but probably just snap decision bucks cards. I mean, I know they're both two of the best, you know, out there, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, Bucks cards kind of feels... It can't that, that can only awesome. be NFC Championship. Oh, fuck, yeah. Sorry. Um, fuck yeah. Tom Brady's no longer on the... God team. damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, fucking A. Um, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just uh, AFC. Everybody sucks. Um the I'm gonna go with the Cardinals, the Cardinals, because they're doing it with their defense the same way the Bucks were last year. So cards on one side. Um, I God, I normally I think I'd pick the Ravens, but I, I can't. I can't tonight. Uh, probably Chiefs. Probably good. Chiefs. Wow. Yeah, hmm. it's a lame pick, but uh, I just. Yeah. Hey. They better start by winning this Sunday, that's for sure. Yeah, no shit. Right. I just, I don't know. They I get the feeling that at some track. point. They gotta get... Yeah, at some Maybe point they're his... going to get the uh, the horseshoe shoved up their ass thing going on, like the Seahawks have for so long. And I don't know. They'll figure it out. All right. I'm going to go TM. And yeah. I think. And as much as I hate, I think, I think the Packers might do it this year and get back to the Super Bowl. And I, I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers, but I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think their, I think their defense is only going to get better, and I think their offense is, you know, as long as, you know, this is, it's a very random thing, but like. Has the NFL considered or like what they're gonna do? Like what if what if the Packers make it to the Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers is in close contact? Right? I mean, we haven't even like considered like they, they all have to isolate. Like, I don't it's crazy. Mm. What does the NFL do when Aaron Rodgers is immunized and yeah, but doesn't he have the antibodies now? I know. I mean, sure. But <laughs> is this going to become the topic? You know, I got. I hope not. It's it's crazy. I Bucks are bringing it back, Rogers, all the way, I mean, buddy. Assuming everything stays the way it is, I think I think the Packers might might get there. And then on the the AFC side, fuck man. I mean, the Bills have really thrown a wrench into all this being terrible. Hmm. <sighs> And then and Henry getting hurt. Fuck. I how about this? How about the Cleveland Browns? Okay. Being they're five and four. Their defense is solid. Their quarterback play is solid. They got rid of the cancer. Their running backs are, you know, and I don't know what Kareem Hunt's deal is, but I maybe maybe Cleveland. I just don't see anybody else. And TM and, and I'm gonna let you because you're gonna talk on this. But I haven't seen anybody else in the AFC that that blows me away. 
And and it might be the Bills, but I'm going to go with Cleveland and I'm going to go with the Packers. What do you got, Sam? <clears throat> well, I will stick with my uh, preseason pick and agree with you. I still think it could be the Packers. Packers defense last couple weeks has been quite impressive. Um, and they're, they've had secondary issues. They've got a pass rush. Um, things I didn't realize until, you know, I really watched a couple of their games, sat down and watched. Uh, so I'm impressed with them. I also did pick them. You know, I think I picked them preseason as the whole uh, Rogers last ride kind of thing and all that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you got to pick somebody out of, out of the NFC. The talent of the league is clearly in the NFC. The AFC is a mess. I had KC preseason. I don't think I can stick with them. They just look too flawed, but I just, it is so wide open. Um, Buffalo had such an opportunity to separate themselves in the pack and they just blew it. And then Tennessee with the wins against the Bills, the Chiefs and the Rams, I guess the Chiefs win isn't as impressive right now, but still, I mean, it's impressive. I didn't expect anything from Tennessee, you know? So I think their most impressive win is against the Rams last week without Derrick yeah. Henry, right? Yes. Because their exactly. defense just showed up. Waddle, 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 waddle. Oh, my God, throw the flag. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I picked Miami to win the division, which was, I was obviously drunk that night. But I can't pick Tennessee either. So it's it's really tough. You know, I'm going to just – I'll just change mine to Buffalo at this point just because I think when they're at their best, they're, they're great on both sides of the – well, they can be. So if they could get the home field, I, I could see them taking care of it. Yeah. yeah, and that'll that'll come down to to Allen. I mean, obviously. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's got to right. He's got to get back on track this week against the Jets. I mean, to get got to. He's just got to. He's got to realize where they're at. Stop trying to do too much and just go out and win the fucking game. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, gentlemen. We are. Uh, that's it for the 2021 midseason awards, and we'll uh, we'll get back at it come playoffs. And Jack, thanks for uh, joining us once again. Mm, we'll, thanks uh, for having. Yeah, it's a pleasure as always. With that, I say peace, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Yes. Peace. Jack, good luck against the Browns, and PJ, uh, good <sighs> you luck. Deli- Maybe you'll get a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Vic, right? You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. What is going on?